1: Welcome in to the Dynasty Happy Hour, brought to you once again by the Fantasy Points Media Group. Just telling you right now, Fantasy Points Media Group is awesome. If you love to listen to podcasts like this one, whether it's about DFS, it's about Redraft, it's about Dynasty, there's all sorts of really cool options for you. And right now, if you're prepping like we are for the 2022 fantasy season, you can use code DHH22 for an early bird special. 90% of their subscribers make the playoffs. It's absolutely awesome. Rookie Profiles. All sorts of stuff on there if you're getting prepped for your rookie draft, which is probably going to take place a week or two after the NFL draft. Highly recommend fantasypoints.com, code DHH22. Boys, it is another jam-packed week of news. We thought it was going to stop last week. I'm like, ah, it'll be quieter. Nope, there's more trades. There's more signings. There's all sorts of stuff going on. The NFL is Absolutely insane this offseason. It's the most trades we've ever seen. The biggest names we've seen traded in the offseason by far. It is wild and crazy. James, is it wild and crazy and Jozy over there? What's going on?
0: Get crazy. Get loud. Get crazy. Get loud. Pump
1: in the EDM music.
0: Do something crazy. Like flash your woo. Okay, yeah. It's it's actually I it, it is the most craziest it's ever been. For free agency, uh, especially for fantasy purposes, it's just been wild. Um, I'm kind of happy that that salary cap last year took a real big hit uh, because it's making us see all these kind of blockbuster trades, blockbuster salaries. Uh, It's an exciting time to be alive, Doug.
1: Yeah, and we usually don't see a lot of trades up until draft day. So, uh, you know, I think we might see some trades come draft day, too. What do you think, Tyler? You think the trades are just going to keep flowing all the way through the NFL draft? Well, I don't know if it's going to be as
2: crazy as the time the Cleveland Browns traded three first-round picks to go get Bo Callahan and then took the linebacker instead of him.
1: And, I don't, re- I don't, and remember, in that deal, they threw in David Putney, who was a Putney. Pro Bowl special teamer.
2: 100%. One of the best trades I can remember. Yeah. And uh, yeah. honestly, I, I, I had somebody actually, John Bosch, a good friend. He tweeted out and said, "When did Tyler Gunther take control of teams in the NFL? Because they're <laughs> trading like him, and that's spot on. I mean, this is how I trade in Dynasty. It's it's that.
1: You know, you're a trendsetter. You're an influencer. You know, I, there was probably the I NFL try. overlords were looking at your Twitter account, and be like, this guy trades a lot, like, and he seems to be successful. Like, let's be more like Tyler."
2: Yeah, I mean, Jacksonville's really the only team that doesn't really make splashes, and I mean, look where they're at, so.
1: <laughs> it's true. So, let's jump in to some of these headlines, because we saw a top five receiver in the NFL get traded for the second time this offseason. We saw Devontae Adams get traded in the last episode, last week, to the Raiders, and then all of a sudden, we start to hear rumors of Tyreek Hill, the Chiefs are working on a deal, And then, you know, Tyreek sees the money that Devontae gets paid. The Chiefs are like, you know what? You're like 28 years old. We don't want to pay you that kind of money. So then there's rumors out there that Tyreek Hill's on the block from Adam Schefter. And then there's another tweet that says the Jets and Dolphins have trade proposals to the Chiefs. And next thing we know, Tyreek Hill is a Miami Dolphin. The Miami Dolphins send a 2022 first-round pick, which is the 29th pick in the draft a second round pick, which is the 50th overall pick, and a fourth round pick, as well as a fourth and sixth round in 2023. Now, in addition to the trade compensation, the Dolphins are giving Hill a four-year, $120 million extension that includes $72 million in guarantees. So Devontae Adams was the highest paid receiver in history for like a week. And then Tyreek Hill's like, hold my beer. So Miami going all in in the AFC East. Now, the rumor out in my neck of the woods, and now it's kind of spilled out into the national media, is that Tom Brady wants to be a Dolphin. So I don't know if it's going to be this year because I don't There's think they're going to There's
2: a South trade Park him. episode that was based of all that. I mean, yeah, if you true. want to be it's a like, Dolphin, they can.
1: It's like the Simpsons. You know, it predicts stuff like many, yeah. many years beforehand. So rumor is that Brady uh, really wanted out of Tampa, and uh, they're not going to let him go. But next year, he'll be a free agent after this year. Miami might be a dolphin next year. If Tua doesn't do all that well with what they've surrounded him, now they have Tyreek Hill. They have Jalen Waddle. They still have Devontae Parker on that roster. They franchise tag Gasicki. They signed Raheem Mostert. We all know the head coach is a 49ers uh, guy from under Shanahan, the, the nerdy cool dude, uh, Mike something or other. So. McDaniel. McDaniel. Not McDaniels.
0: Not not, not plural. Singular. No, yeah. just, just one One
1: McDaniel. Randall McDaniel. Yep. just That's how I'm going to remember oh, it. Shout out to those Vikings fans like Tyler. <laughs> um, so James, looking at this move, it's a it's an interesting one because I automatically thought like Tyreek Hill stock down because he's not attached to Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Waddle, I'm like, I'm equal. I don't think it's gonna affect Waddle much. But what was your initial take when you saw Tyreek Hill go to the Miami Dolphins?
0: Wheels up for Tua. I hope so. My, you my initial
1: I reaction mean, if
2: you're comparing him to a jet plane, what jet plane would Tua be?
1: <laughs> like maybe like a cargo plane. I don't know. <laughs>
0: a six seater? I don't know.
1: A Cessna? Uh,
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe one of those water planes, you know, I don't know what they're called. Uh,
1: no, there we go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no,
0: I, I think, uh, I think he really needed a, a reliable target to spread the field. You know, Devonte Parker last year had his issues. They tried to go out and acquire Will Fuller that backfired in the Dolphins face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jalen Waddle, you know, who blossomed over 140 targets last season. Really, really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Great Jalen Waddle. Um, I think his target share is going to go down and obviously Tyreek Hill is going to command a boatload, uh, of targets. That doesn't mean though, that I'm counting out waddle or i'm counting out tyreek hill i just think that tua is the biggest winner out of this entire deal for fantasy purposes they needed a reliable field stretcher they got one and uh it seems to be like they're putting their foot on the gas and they're saying let's go out and win a win a uh, super bowl hey shout out to taylor in the chat who day big Bengals so- fan uh, that, that's actually not Taylor, that's
2: Matt Damon, who goes by an alias of Taylor Cornell. So it doesn't What's look up, anything Damon? like
1: Matt Damon. We Matt know you're Damon. there. Matt Damon. Tyler, what did I you think about Tyreek Taylor to Mike's last duel duel with the it uh, all had uh, mullets?
2: So for me, it, it, it sucked. I mean, I want to believe in Tua. Like, honestly, I'm like, come on, do something, the whole gif where he's poking poking with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> And I know his deep completion percentage this past season was good, but it was like seven percent of his passes. He doesn't like to throw deep if he doesn't have to. The exciting part to me is if you're a Dolphins fan, your team is fast. Like this team is going to be a track team. They can use Waddle and Tyreek Hill in so many different ways. And I think McDaniel has the the smarts and the ability Kinda to kind of like
1: the Niners are built. Yeah, a
2: little bit. It's or... true. I mean, okay. Uh, Debo really pushed through in fantasy, but before you really didn't know what receiver you wanted. And for me, that's how it's going to be. I think Tyreek Hill is going to be fine, but you're going to see more rushes and he's going to use these weird motions and, and jet sweeps. It's going to be a different offense. I think he's trying to be more innovative and, He's got these two chess pieces in Waddle and Hill that are fast. You can use them in any way possible. So for me, it drops both players in Hill and Waddle. But as a Dolphins team, this team could be really exciting. And for fantasy, it could be really frustrating.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they added also left tackle Taron Armstead on a big deal. So they Who short could get up. Jet the, sweeps? They short up the offensive <laughs> line. Um, so yeah, I think there's um it's a it's gonna be interesting to see what they do in the draft, right? So I think that, you know, their running back is still in play. I mean, yeah, signing Raheem Mostert, he's older, always freaking hurt. And, but he is one of the fastest players in the NFL, much like Tyreek Hill, when it co- comes to like guys that run over 21 miles an hour. Um, so I think that if Mostert's healthy, great, but I think they're going to draft a running back too. So I think, um, that whoever Edmonds
2: as well is there. Yeah, and they got and they fast. have Chase
1: Edmonds and he's fast. So uh, you know it's really interesting. I think Tua when you look at like if they're trying to follow the Niners model and what Jimmy G did in that offense, I think Tua is a better game manager than Jimmy G. He doesn't make the mistakes that Jimmy G does. Jimmy G tries too hard sometimes. Um, so it's going to be super interesting to see what happens with Miami. So we did have another big trade. Your quarterback Matt Ryan, Tyler. He, he, you know, he said, you know what, hold off till Tuesday to redo my deal. They were hoping to get Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson went to the Cleveland Browns. So that kind of left Matt Ryan in like, yeah, kind of in limbo. And before we know it, Matt Ryan went to the quarterback needy Colts, which I think is a great fit for a 2022 third round pick. Now the Falcons have like a bajillion dollars in dead money. The Colts bring in Matt Ryan. I think they restructured him a little bit too. Uh, and, you know, this I have a lot of Michael Pittman in Dynasty because I liked his profile coming out. I thought he played really well last year in his year, two, uh, even with Carson Wentz, who is OK. But having Matt Ryan as his quarterback now and Matt Ryan behind an offensive line that can actually block for him. And he has the, the arguably the best running back in the NFL in his backfield. Like, this is great. If you owned Matt Ryan, you went from being like, he's a solid QB, two. To being like he's still a solid QB two, but he's gonna he might be on the fringe of he's gonna have QB one weeks. Um, I think in this Colts offense, so I'm really pumped up by that, Tyler. I want to go to you first because you're the Falcons fan. Um, you can flip into what they did to replace Ryan if you want. Um, but what was your initial thoughts when Matty Ice was shipped off to Indianapolis?
2: All right. So as human beings, we start off in diapers. We need people to take care of us, and towards the end of our lives, we end up in diapers. And we need somebody to take care of us. You're pissing your pants you're your baby.
1: You're pissing your pants you're yes.
2: old. Matt Ryan, when he entered the league, had Michael Turner tree stumps himself. And the passing game was really nothing. Like It was Tony G-G-A Gonzalez. Duckett. It was Tony Gonzalez. And it, there wasn't much. I mean, Roddy White, wasn't, Roddy White wasn't really himself until Matt Ryan came in and, and helped him. So in my opinion... Matt Ryan's going back to that those days where he doesn't have to do as much. You've got an all-star running back. you got a great offensive line. And maybe they get a weapon in the draft. Who knows? Maybe they find a tight end. But in my opinion, this is great for Matt Ryan. I don't think you're going to see the crazy fantasy years. But if you're in a super flex, this is perfect for a quarterback, too. Like, he'll be a quarterback, too, for your team for two, three, three seasons, which I think is about how long he'll last. Falcons have a ton of dead money, like you said. It's insane. Next season, they have $123 million in cap, which this is what they needed to do. They're a year late. This is what they should have done last year, and they didn't. It's, for me, the Falcons are in a good situation here because, yeah, they only got a third, but they can kind of play a year with Mariota, who they signed Mm -hmm. to to a deal to be their quarterback, which I'm not going to go too deep into it, but Mario is not the future he's not the quarterback there he's a bridge that no, they gave him checked.
1: they gave him you know not a ton of money in all things considered yeah
2: and and they get Ridley back in uh 2023 so it's pretty much like they get a first round draft pick back in my opinion i think Ridley's going to be back the whole question is what do they do at eight do they draft a receiver i personally don't think th- think so i think they they saw like they had the GM at Kenny Pickett's pro day. And he was there. Not even when the trade happened, like they, they, there's reports that he wasn't even on the phone. So they had a plan. And if they got the certain pick, they were going to say, okay, we'll do that. So he was at Kenny Pickett's pro day. My opinion, they like him a lot. He would be perfect in Atlanta in a dome where he doesn't have to worry about the weather and the hand sizes isn't, isn't an issue.
1: They're smart. They trade down.
2: They I think so too. So for me, they're building for the future now, which is what you need to do. Pitts is going to be just fine. There's a reason why they're not really going after a Melvin Gordon because they kind of know where they're where they're at. They resigned like Cordero, that which I think is more of a hometown thing. He's he's awesome in the community, and I don't think you're going to see too much from fantasy wise like we saw last year. But yeah. he he'll be fine. But it's more of a like a local community signing. So, for me, Atlanta, you're going to take pits and that's it. Like, you don't want anybody else. It's going to be a rough season for us. Maybe we even get the first overall pick next year. And it's kind of it's the transition we did from Vic to Ryan when we had Joey Harrington for a year, and oh, it was that. ugly. Hey, I went to week one, and Harrington threw a pick to Pat Williams, if you remember him. It was the Pat D-line or man? Kevin. Yeah, it was Pat yeah. or Kevin, and he took it to the house, which... I had to sit there in pain and watch it. But, you know, I could always hide as a Vikings fan when I'm watching my Falcons versus Vikings.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I think it was um, you know, it was interesting to see Mariota and like I said, it's it's one of those guys that you probably had him on your Superflex roster as a QB 4 or 5 and now like yeah. he might be startable some weeks. So I think trade he him. gains he gains some stuff too. Yeah, trade him to a team that might need him. James, any uh, any other extra commentary here on Matt Ryan to the Colts or Mariota to the Falcons? I think uh,
0: there's a misconception about the Indianapolis Colts that everybody thinks about. You know, they say, oh, they're a run first team. And, you know, Jonathan Taylor is the only one that matters on that team. Um, I don't think it's the case. I think we saw we saw it last year. They actually threw the ball 51% of the time compared to 49 pass. And if that's any... Telltale sign that Matt Ryan will be successful in this offense. I I think it has something to do with it. I'm a little worried about Paris Campbell. I think they go out and get another piece. They just lost Zach Pascal. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, I like it. I like it for Pittman. He is a big target, especially towards the red zone. Uh, I like it for Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines. And for Matt Ryan, like you guys said, yeah, low end QB1 some weeks,
1: maybe. Yeah. James, I don't know. I I am so two, sad
2: man. for you that Paris Campbell isn't a taller receiver because there is your
0: your Eiffel Tower. Nickname. I was just gonna.
1: I was just gonna say is Paris <laughs> is Paris Campbell any relation to Drake London? I need to know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean they share the
1: Euro, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Before we move on to some quarterback talk, I do want to give a shout out to our longtime sponsor. Trophy Smack. Make sure you go on trophysmack.com. Use code DHHring when you buy a belt or a uh, trophy of any sort. And remember, they have other sports too. So if you're, you know, you're getting ready to start up fantasy baseball, fantasy basketball is getting close to the end. So is fantasy hockey. They have trophies for all occasion. They have toilet bowl trophies as well. So when you go in and order, there's a little code. You can use code Ring, You're gonna get a $60 value, heavy duty big old ring that you can either give to the champion maybe the person that scored the most points but maybe didn't wasn't the champion or you just keep it for yourself i don't care what you do with it but what i do care about is you use you using code dhh ring when you go on trophysmack.com all right let's get into some qb talk so now that all these dominoes are kind of falling into place with you know Matt Ryan on the Colts and Mariota to the Falcons you know Jameis who I, I thought would have a hotter market, but I guess not. Um, He re-signed with the New Orleans Saints. You know, he was there under Sean Payton. He tore his ACL. He actually looked pretty good, I thought, uh, up until that moment. He tore his ACL in week eight. He was the QB 21 before that, but he was really having some good games in a row. Um, So my question is, not only for Jameis and the Saints, I like like him going there, because I don't think Taysom Hill is an NFL quarterback. Let's be quite honest. Um, Are we trying to buy Michael Thomas on the cheap? His, his startup ADP right now is really, really low. I think he's 28 years old. The concern with Thomas, obviously, is he hasn't really played in two years. But they restructured his deal, so he's not going anywhere. Um, there seemed to be like a rift with him in the front office. Maybe those fences have been mended a little bit. But, Tyler, what's your, what's your um, feedback here on Jameis back to the Saints and my, buying Michael Thomas?
2: I am just pumped to see the Jameis workout videos this offseason they're the best i mean if there's anything any reason those why Jameis, moving. there's any reason why he he should be in the nfl it's that i don't care if he's a backup or a starter i just want those videos because man it, he's he's fun to watch like if there's anything that Jameis, Jameis can do it's he, he's just exciting he any any play could go for six for the defense or the offense so it's oh, just really man, exciting man. I, I do think that I'm happy he got a second chance at, with the Saints. He did look pretty good. His value, though, are we really holding? Like, it, Where's your tipping point if you were a Jameis owner and somebody was like, like obviously, it's going to be a second round, but what's the tipping point in the second round that you'd be like, okay, I'm okay with shipping him off?
1: In this year's class? Yeah. I'd probably have to ship him off for like a Mid second. I'm not really the back half of the second. I'm not real. Agreed. I'm not real happy with James. What do you think?
0: I think anything past the two Oh four, I probably wouldn't go for it. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's about where I'm at. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I want to get one of those. Uh, I want to take a flyer. If I'm going to, if I'm going to trade the two Oh four for Winston or trade Winston yeah. away. I, I definitely want to try to take a shot. Two Oh four for, uh, another what do you give? What are you
1: trying? What are you giving up for Michael Thomas?
0: Uh, for me, I got
1: a I'd first probably, for him in a league we're in.
2: I would probably be in the same range as Jameis.
1: I oh. do think I, I, I'm,
2: I could be incorrect, but I think he could be closer to 30 than we, than we know. So for me, I, I just, I had a football for two years. I do think he's a little older.
1: Mm-hmm. Ah, he was an man. older rookie.
2: That that's tough, but he's going to produce. So I actually, He is 29 now, probably. I'd say early second is where I'd be at. I'd give up an early second for him because he's going to get you numbers.
1: During the season, someone proposed a trade for a 2022 first, which ended up being the 112 or 112 or 114, which I ended up taking the 112 and the 114 and flipping it for DK. Um, So thank you to that person that sent me that offer for Michael Thomas. I was like, well, see you later. Uh, DK could get
2: moved. There's rumors. yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That'll be another one. Interesting one. All right. So we have some other QB news, nothing earth shattering here, but Mac Barkley signed a one-year deal as the backup in Buffalo. Now that Mitchell Trubisky is a Pittsburgh Steeler, John Wolford, re signed a one-year deal with the Rams. Uh, he's one of those preseason DFS heroes. Trevor Simeon signed a two-year deal with the bears. He started some games for the saints last year. Uh, the bears obviously not bringing back Andy Dalton. That looks like to back up Justin Fields and Nick Foles is on the market. Cool. Um, <laughs> There's uh, only one real starting spot left, and it's Seattle. So, Baker Mayfield, the Panthers are out. The Browns just signed Jacoby Brissett to back up Deshaun Watson. So, is Baker going to move? We don't know. Uh, Jimmy G may still be the starter in San Francisco, although there were reports today that he might end up getting cut because his shoulder surgery, it's a pretty serious shoulder shoulder surgery that Jimmy Garoppolo uh, went through this offseason. So, that's, I think, why jimmy g didn't get moved in the offseason yet because of that shoulder i think it's a huge question mark for a lot of teams to take on that 25 million dollar salary um because of the recovery on the timeline you know will trey lance may have to wait i don't know no. and then we've got and then we've got colin kaepernick who worked out with tyler lockett who tyler lockett says like he's ready he's good pete carroll says he deserves a second chance workout um any any other any other news and anecdotes on these QBs? I think Baker is probably the most interesting. He
0: got I think Baker, done wrong. I think Baker gets a one to two year deal with Seattle.
2: I just he get he had done so wrong. He's not a bad quarterback, but the way Cleveland did everything is terrible. Like they oh yeah they they destroyed I, I their franchise. Yeah, they they not only really did that. It's like right when. Like Pitts Pittsburgh, they would have been so interested. I get it's in division, but they showed major interest in Baker. And they like Tomlin was like, Yeah, we would love to have Baker, but I mean they already had Trubisky, so their hands were tied. Other yep. teams kind of played their cards already when this happened, so Baker's kind of left standing there uh yeah. with nothing. And it sucks for him because he's not a bad quarterback. He's, he's not. not, and he'd be great in Seattle, and it's just yeah, I mean, the Browns are now asking for the world. It's like, no, like, you
1: It's, not you how, played, it's someone to take that to $20 million that, dollar salary. That, like Not contract, only that, you yeah. played
2: your hand. You played your hand. You signed Brissett. You traded for Watson. Everybody knows you're going to cut him if it gets down to the wire. Like, you're not hanging on to him, and he's not going to stay on that team with the bad blood and all that. You played your hand. You're not going to get what you want for him. So he's and, just done so, wrong. I, I feel bad for the guy.
0: And, I mean, as much as Pete Carroll wanted – you know, said nice things about Colin Kaepernick, how he deserves a second chance, and he was working out with Tyler Lockett, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think that they're willing to take a big shot. So either way, whatever kind of contract gets done for Seattle, number one, they are definitely going after somebody in this draft. Uh, number two, they're going to sign a veteran to at least a one- to two-year deal. They need a bridge no matter what. Drew Locke is definitely not it. And then Geno Smith, Smith just got in. Smith uh, just got some kind of accusations for a, a DUI, so uh, he's going to be dealing with some kind of suspension down the line as well. So I think, yeah, I think one of these guys, probably Baker, because he is the healthiest, gets the shot. And and Jimmy G, I mean, he may be looking at a year, t- a, a, a single year on San Francisco.
1: I the simple actually. fact that he
0: is injured and they can't move him.
2: I disagree with the whole Jimmy G thing. I've heard things around that they've told Lance, "This is your team. Don't worry." And I didn't.
0: I don't think that Jimmy G is going to be the starter. I just still think he's going to be on San Francisco.
2: I mean, I personally, he could be cut, and he could be spending the year at home
0: rehabbing.
1: Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Definitely could. Or they wait for an injury. Maybe Baker goes to San Francisco. Oh God, no! Oh, jeez. (laughs) All right, before we move on to some wide receiver news, we have another sponsor I want to tell you all about. It's Underdog. Underdog Fantasy, doing all sorts of things in the fantasy space. Right now, if you play DFS, if you like best ball, there's all sorts of cool and fun things to do on Underdog, one of the biggest up-and-coming apps and sites in the industry. So make sure you check out Underdog when you sign up for an Underdog account. Make sure to use code DHH. They'll match up to $100 on your first deposit. So you're like, yeah, I'll put $50. They'll match $50. You put $100, they'll match $100. You got some play money. 20, 20, whatever you can afford. I know gas is expensive. I don't blame you if you're like, I'm only going to throw in 10 bucks and putz around with DFS. They have other sports too, so you can do basketball, hockey. Baseball's coming up, unfortunately. Lots of things you can do. <laughs> hey, your Red
2: Sox are good. How dare you?
1: Oh No, that's fine. I just don't have the patience to sit through a three-hour game. It's just not my – I have other things It's to do.
2: great background type stuff.
1: If I want to fall asleep. To fall asleep, sure. sure. too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So let's get into some wide receiver news because we did have some movement. Wasn't as crazy as the week last week. I'm sorry, guys.
0: Um, yeah, But we well, saw Tyree, Tyree Kill really took the cake. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah we saw Tyree Kill uh, you know, get traded to Miami. So what does Kansas City do? They're like, hey, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, you can come to us. He signed a three-year, $30 million <laughs> deal. Now, is this enough to fill Tyree Kill's shoes? Uh, no, because that's like really hard to do. Will he be the wide receiver two behind Juju? Possibly. And does this lower Mahomes' value? James, what do you think about MVS? We've seen him have some big, huge games for the Packers. Um, you know, those those four catches, 112 yards, and like two touchdown types of games. But he hasn't been consistent. So what's your thought on this move for Kansas City? I, I think it hurt
0: Kansas City. Kansas City has been looking for a wide receiver two for they the past three one. years. And uh, they finally bring Juju in and then... You know, go ahead and uh trade out Tyree Kill. So um Marquez Valdez Scantling. No, I, I never really liked him in Green Bay. I, I think he's a boomer bust type receiver. And for dynasty purposes, I, I think I believe this deal is front loaded a little bit. It's like 18 million over the first two years. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see him going the the distance with, with them. And uh is he going yeah, for I'm, speed? I, I yeah. That's what they're going for. That's what he's going for. Yeah. I mean, his speed matches up. Apparently, he ran the same speed in college as Tyree Kill or something. I heard some kind of crazy rumor today. He, his
2: his GPS speed was actually faster than Tyree Kill in, I think, 2021 or so. Yeah. Something like that.
0: Um, So he's as fast, but he doesn't have reliable hands. Therefore, Patrick Mahomes won't throw to him because like, just like Nicole Hardman, <laughs> He was fast, had did not have reliable hands, and he did not get the ball. So yeah, Travis, yeah, and, uh, Travis Kelsey
1: I mean, and Juju yeah. about to catch over hundred balls a piece probably.
0: Uh, yeah. I, wheels up for Juju and and Kelsey. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: but be ready
2: to if you really want him over draft him in rookie drafts. Jamison Williams is like destined to be a chief and or a Patriot, I hear. Ooh. If J oh gross, Mac Jones. Oh. Know, gross. Can Mac Jones actually throw it that far? I don't
0: know. Yes, In Gillette?
2: In Gillette? In the middle of November and December? He'll do it in Orchard Park, too. Hey, he's got three
1: chances. That's That's right. right. He's got three passes to throw. (laughs) So the Chiefs also... So the Chiefs not only signed MVS, but they signed uh, a former... Top five rookie pick Corey Coleman, who hasn't played in the league. He resurfaces. I swear to God. So He's the alive. Chiefs,
2: he who shall the, not be named.
1: The Chiefs have Josh Gordon <laughs> on their roster still, and now they have Corey Coleman. Now Corey Coleman, I think the last team he played for was like the Eagles. He was with the Patriots for a cocaine heartbeat. Like, please, I'm done with Corey Coleman. Let's. I'm Isn't not that why he got suspended it. for the cocaine? you guys. You
2: guys Could be. Uh, I might be back.
1: <laughs> I loved Corey Coleman so much. Oh God. I, I remember the, uh, when player profiler first came out and his uh, comparison was Odo Beckham. Jr. Odo
2: Beckham. Yep. Yeah.
1: That was uh. whoops. All right. Next one. I actually like this signing quite a bit. Jameson Crowder one year, $2 million deal with the bills. He's 29 years old. He'll be their slot guy to replace Cole Beasley. And we all saw how effective Beasley was in that offense. But how do we think this affects Gabe Davis and maybe even secret weapon against the Patriots anyway, Isaiah McKenzie, who, who's been a sneaky player. I know he flamed out in Denver, but then revitalizes his career in Buffalo. So, Tyler, what do you think about Crowder, a former, you know, he was like a wide receiver, a solid wide receiver three for a long time, um, but then kind of flamed out with the Jets in the last year or two.
2: It's good news for Dawson Knox who I think is going to control the middle of the field. Now when it was Beasley kind of not OJ Howard, (laughs) OJ Howard's going to make splash plays. That makes you want to kick yourself and say that could have been Dawson Knox's 80 yard touchdown. That'll happen. But, but for me, Gabe Davis, I love this for him. Expect what we saw in the playoffs four (laughs) touchdowns, every game. That's what's going to happen with Gabe Davis. 68
1: touchdowns on the season. Let's go.
2: I, I love this for Gabe Davis. And pace. you know what? Remember earlier I was talking, teams never give true talent uh, an actual try. Like Donovan Peoples-Jones, He, you really don't expect him to get a shot because he's a six-round pick. Gabe Davis, fourth-round pick. Buffalo is giving him a shot. They're saying, okay, two. this is your job. We're giving it to you. Like, I love seeing this. It's like, okay, you found a diamond in the rough. Use it. You don't see that too much with Antonio Brown even when they do flash which I I find ridiculous it's like hey you found a diamond rough use it use that player you you found a gem I love it for Buffalo I love it for Gabe Davis and I would love to get him in the late first like for 112 201 I'd rather have Gabe Davis than anything I get there
1: And I like Crowder Ooh. for the for the QB1 in dynasty Josh Allen
2: Yeah I mean he's going to be 60% of what Beasley was.
1: Yeah.
0: That's yeah, about yeah. accurate, actually. Um, I'll jump in here with some stats. Beasley controlled 17% of the target share in that offense last season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Crowder in New York, yeah. Now he only played 12 games, but he commanded 12%. So Somewhere
1: that's in the middle. Close, I think it was right. Pretty close
0: to 60% of what uh Beasley calculated. I I think uh, I think McKenzie fills in some spots here. Or there yeah. they test the waters with him. They they utilize their second tight end in OJ Howard and majority of Dawson. We'll see what Knox, they do like at running mentioned. back. That's where Duke I'm really interested Johnson. to see what they do. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, for for now, Duke Johnson is. Did you know the he's the
2: all time lead rusher in Miami? <laughs> oh, yes,
1: yes. I've been beat over the head with that stat. Thank you. <laughs> but all right, no, next I, week-
0: I, and and I love the Gabe Davis love Tyler. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so next, always, always the, a big fan. the Kansas City Chiefs, so they've lost, they've traded Tyreek Hill, they've lost Byron Pringle to the Bears, and now they lose Demarcus Robinson to a one-year, $1.1 $1. $1 million deal, which seems like a, just about a veteran minimum deal um, to the Raiders. Looks like he's going to challenge Brian Edwards as the wide receiver three there. I- I'm not targeting Demarcus Robinson anywhere, but, you know, I, I don't know, Brian Edwards. Ugh.
2: It's not happening. Nope.
1: Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. I hate it. I hate he it so peaked, much. Hey, you know how D, everybody's talking D about dead. his
2: his breakout age was 17. You Wait. know what? He peaked too early. That was his issue. He peaked way too <laughs> early.
1: Yeah, he peaked in middle high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also had a former fantasy standout who had some wide receiver one weeks, if I remember correctly, with the Colts. Zach, that rascally rascal, Zach Paschal, one year, one and a half million dollar deal. So, again, a very minimum deal. Um, To go to the wide receiver, kind of needy Eagles. Um, Again, no fantasy relevance here for me whatsoever.
2: So (laughs) There's going to be like three games where like, I mean, Greg Ward was like the
1: highest percentage, right? They're going to draft somebody, too. so And somehow, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside is still on the roster, but I don't want to talk about that. I like the move
0: for Pasco, though, because he is one of those reliable kind of guys that just comes in, catches the ball four or five times for 60 yards on a consistent basis. He's a solid And, he's, re- yeah. and he's reunited with his old head, cor- head uh, offensive coordinator, so I'm happy with that. True.
1: All right, so we got some wide receiver speculation. Odell Beckham Jr., the biggest name on the market now. Um, obviously, with the retorn ACL, it's going to probably take him a while to sign. Um, but possible to go to the Browns. The Rams have been trying to work out a deal. I don't know if that's going to happen because apparently they had Bobby Wagner in for a visit. Uh, they just signed Allen Robinson, too. I don't think they need Odell Beckham Jr. No. personally. but uh, And then LaVisca Shenault was a possible uh, Chiefs target. I don't know if maybe they couldn't get him and then they went for MVS. But I think Chenault is definitely on the market. I would love to see him end up on a team that could use him um, the way he should be used. And I would love to see him as a Patriot. I think he could work really well in that offense, even without Josh McDaniels there. Um, you know, Beckham, he's been recruited by Matt Judon of the Pats, too. I do not I don't want that. I don't really care where Odell Beckham Jr. goes, to be quite honest. He's not I'd back just... to November. It's rough. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't really care where he goes. I'm not trying to acquire him. He if, he someone to, to November, if, if someone wants to, if someone wants to throw to me November. a late second round pick, I'd probably take it.
2: Oh yeah, in a in a heartbeat. Yeah,
1: yeah. but I am trying. To, I am trying to maybe acquire Chenault on the cheap if someone's really down on him because I still like him as a player. So, he was a talented um,
0: prospect coming out of Colorado. He pretty much did it he, all. He was over 200 pounds, and he he's very versatile. So yeah, and yeah
1: he's, and he flashed a little bit. It's just that I just don't think the they drafted him, and they, it's like they have this like toy that they don't know how to use. They, they were drafted looking, him. They didn't he read showed, the instructions. He, he flashed promise. with
0: yeah, he flashed Ur, better yeah, Urban with than he did when <laughs> then Urban Meyer came in. Urban Meyer's like, hey,
1: who's up. who's 99 on the Rams? What a tool. Urban Meyer's the
2: worst. Urban Meyer came in. And they looked at him and they go, why is that match lit? And just dropped it right in the locker room.
1: Yeah. I can't believe he didn't know who Aaron Donald was. What a buffoon.
2: One of the worst what coaches. What I...
1: I hate Urban Meyer. But anyway, let's move on to some running back news. So the Patriots had Leonard Fournette in for a workout, which was making everybody scratch their heads. They're like, what are the Pats doing? And then the, and then the next day, Leonard Fournette <laughs> resigns with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Three years, $21 million. The joke here was that, Fournette visited with the Patriots to see how bad it was and then go to back and tell Tom (laughs) (laughs) he's a spy. (laughs) I thought, I
0: thought he was, he went up there just in case the, the Miami dolphins actually got Tom Brady. Yeah. Right. That way, you know, he wasn't going to sign a new contract without Tom there throwing him the ball because that's where his bread and butter is.
1: Yeah. So Fournette's 27 years old, he caught, I think 69 nice passes last year for Tampa Bay, Uh, you know, nice round number. Ronald Jones is out of the picture now. We'll get to him in a moment. It's really, they have Keyshawn Vaughn. I don't think Geo's on the team anymore. Um, could be interesting. It could be, you know, Super Bowl Lenny, playoff Lenny, getting a ton of touches again next year. So you know, he, waited, he, literally, he waited a little bit to sign, but he went into the perfect spot to re-sign and get his starting job. So that was perfect.
2: 205 would be the perfect draft pick if you're contending to give for Leo.
1: I agree with that. Um, let's get into his former backfield mate, Ronald Jones, who I've always liked. I own him. Or I roster him in a bunch of leagues. He's hurt me too much, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but he signs a one-year deal with the chefs, the chiefs. Um, so Ceh. they so use the first round pick on this guy. I don't think they have much confidence in him whatsoever, nope. to be completely honest. It's too but, small. Yeah, yeah. And you could have seen, I'm not going to go into a CEH, but, uh, Ronald Jones, he's a chief. I like this fit a lot because Ceh. I don't think he's it. I don't think he stays healthy enough. They have Jarrell Williams, who's played well in CEH's stead. Um, but I think Ronald Jones, he's he's reliable. He's fairly reliable in the passing game. And I just think he's an upgrade over CEH. What do you guys think? I mean, I,
2: I'm just going to apologize for being wrong on <laughs> CEH. Uh, yeah, he's not it. I've heard rumors of them wanting to maybe dip their toe back in the running back realm with Brees Hall. Because, uh, yeah, what and, they were talking the first
1: again. Let's take another running back.
2: What they were talking about was how Kareem Hunt changed that team, and that's why they were so good that year, and and why they could do anything because of Kareem Hunt. Like he was.
1: Damian Williams was nasty too.
2: Like Kareem Hunt was the dude. He was the offense, and then it was Pat Mahomes. Like Pat Mahomes needs that backfield guy, not just a speedy guy. They could have had Taylor. Or Swift, oh man, that's rough. Stupid, and they went with C H. Don't ask Pat Mahomes who to draft at running back. That's all you need to know, because yeah. he asked me for advice, and I said, "Yeah, I mean C H is hey, man, just." Hey, why don't we just
0: draft cloud of Hilaire? I think that's what we should do. Have hey. you seen the pictures of my wife Brittany?
1: She's beautiful.
2: But yeah, that's just got that, is, that is done. C H. If you yep. have an opportunity to exactly. trade him away, go for it. Do it before the draft because. There are rumors floating that they are looking to draft one early.
0: That would be. very. I mean, they have two first rounders overall. So back to back, and back to yeah. back 29th and the 30th.
1: Maybe move and up even. I'm
0: not, I'm not touching Ronald Jones in this offense. And I'm definitely, I was never really on board with CEH. I thought he was a pass catching talent that I get it. got too much <laughs> fluff, too much oomph from the oomphinator down there uh, named Tyler um, but, uh, yeah, um, I, I don't want to be involved with in any of the chiefs backfield. And as soon as Jones comes out and fumbles the ball, once he will be in Andy Reed's doghouse for the entire season.
2: What does that doghouse look like? <laughs> Andy Reed's red. doghouse.
0: It, it's got an arrow oh, on man. top I imagine of it.
2: hot dogs. There's kind of mustard stains all over. Yeah,
0: mustard stains. You have to have mustard stains on your shirt to get this through. There's pictures media. of
1: walruses on the inside. First
2: of all, you have to have mustard if there's hot dogs. That's the only thing you need when there's hot dogs around.
1: I hate mustard, but anyway. All right, let's move on. Uh, some other running back news. Jeff Wilson signed a one-year deal to be the primary backup to Elijah Mitchell. It looks like, although we've seen Jeff Wilson you know, have some nice fantasy he- games in his career. Uh, Jamichael is still there as well. Sylvan Ahmed uh resigns a one year deal with the Dolphins. Yay. Um, he's just depth behind Edmonds and Mostert. And then Matt Breda goes to the New York Giants uh to replace Devonte Booker because they cut I him. Gonna so he's say gonna say Barkley. <laughs> no, <laughs> God, no. Uh, so Matt is gonna back up Saquon Barkley. It's a he long replaced... offseason, yeah, right? Devontae like Booker, know. he follows Brian Dable to New York to back up Barkley. Any, uh, any, any. here that's uh you want to mention who cares
0: i mean
2: i'd say jeff wilson is the bigger one that has some relevance but i would not be shocked if all of a sudden they draft another player that is hyped up as could be in the in the third round and
1: joe williams bang the table for him
2: yeah i my favorite story this just makes iron williams i was thinking about this the other day i'm running back needy on a team i have 109 i thought about giving that up for eli mitchell it's a super flex league's too super flex league too and i just i mean for the 109 yeah maybe for I, I two would do or that. three maybe for two or three years yeah. i get running back one production that's all you can really ask for at the running back
1: yeah that's it. yeah it's a, elijah mitchells is the interesting polarising are competing now and you
0: and you have the 109 yeah i would i would go out and get elijah mitchell
1: yeah uh the the tight end news here james we got dalton schultz didn't he sign Very the franchise short. tag yeah, he signed a franchise tag, right? Very short. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's it. Thault, thault <laughs> ten point ten
0: point nine million, fully guaranteed. See ya. Nice. He's there. So he's the tight he's gonna end. Catch
2: a
1: lot. He's gonna catch a lot of passes. Yeah, you would think so.
2: Until they draft until receiver, they draft a running back. Draft yeah. receiver with that first round pick.
1: Yeah, that could happen. Uh we did have some pro day news. Uh Notre Dame had their pro day, and James's guy, Kyron Williams, ran faster. So he's not a complete slug. Four, you five,
2: six—I no. think.
1: Four, five, yeah. six. So obviously that that bumps up his stock quite a bit. Now I know all pro day you got to add like a half second to that. Typically that's the thing. So not it's really for the like OCD
2: a- fans. They want to keep it that four, five, six. <laughs> don't to yeah.
1: The four, five, six. yeah. So it's more like a four, six, better one, than the but damn no. four, seven. And he ran it at the combine. <laughs> that's, that's, Come on. Exactly. Yeah. It's better. And you look at his tape. He doesn't look slow. So um, I think that gets Kyron back into the conversation, maybe in the third round of your yeah. rookie picks and for something I was that really reading,
0: like him. I was reading a little something on Kyron. Like he had said that he hadn't really practiced too much on the 40. Uh, and then he worked on his technique a little bit before his pro day. So apparently it helped out. I, I loved his film from Notre Dame and I I think the this pro day helped out his cause to get at least if not a a day two early day three kind of yeah
2: I I mean Michael Carter was an early fourth round pick and his values through the roof and they're very similar players except the only thing is Michael Carter was told that he couldn't pass block and Kyron Williams is a very very good pass blocker so that he could see the field quite early
1: yeah, I do want to make one notable uh, whose name was on my radar this week because I saw some workout stuff and I saw some workout metrics. And you know I'm a tight end guy, right? So this is a tight end six seven two sixty five named Jelani Woods who is rocketing mm-hmm. up the tight end boards. Uh, if you follow Twitter, there's a, um, I wish I could give credit to who does it. I forget who it does, but there's a Raz where they put in all the different. Boop, 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 boop. They put in all the workout metrics. He scored the number one, I believe, all time score in that system, um, which is really based around athleticism and things like that. So, uh, yeah, so that I perked up a little bit and then I did a little bit more digging and watched him. And I was like, OK, some people moved him up to their tight end, two in this class. Uh, so keep that name in mind. If people aren't paying attention, it's a tight end premium league. You can probably get unless he gets picked early in the draft. But Jelani Woods is a name to keep an eye on uh, an absolute athletic freak, which for me at tight end, it makes me drool.
2: So, and also going for your IDP players, uh, Kyle Hamilton has had his pro day. People were kind of down on him after his 40. And that same system you're talking about had him and Harrison Smith, my dude up here, my dude, they were neck and neck, very similar. And when I watched Notre Dame games, that's all I saw was, was Harrison Smith. Like, his range how he could play anywhere it's whoever lands kyle hamilton is going to land a very good safety and he's going to be a great idp player
1: yeah absolutely so shout out to the idp players out there it's a lot of fun uh so you guys have anything else you want to talk about we got some time kind of plowed through stuff like yeah
2: i mean the in the future episodes we're going to start going through our rookies right before the draft we'll have a a rookie mock kind of with all the moves you know we like to do one right before the draft and kind of see where we're at and then of course the big draft recap show we'll we'll put on after the draft but yeah we're gonna start talking some rookies position by position so uh i know this episode will probably be a little shorter this week Mm -hmm. you know take your time go out watch some tape too because as much as we love to do it for you it's always Help nice myself. to kind of, yeah, it's always nice to kind of dip your toe in as well. It's my personal opinion, the best way to make your own evaluation and find those sleepers.
1: Yeah, I watched a little bit of the Ohio State Pro Day and uh, Garrett Wilson and Olave looked good, but Garrett Wilson just looks smooth, man. Dude, He good. James, anything for you before you wrap up? I was watching the Sam
0: Howell Pro Day. Okay. And I was not too happy. He's falling. Now I like so him. much. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I don't, it Ritter. may have been the receivers up. Uh, thank you. Another one of my prospects that I pointed out Ritter and you threw it in the ground, Tyler. Yep. Uh uh-huh. Anyway, Sam Howell didn't not look good. I don't know if it was the receivers he was using during his pro day. Um, Overthrew a couple of them, threw one out in the back of the end zone, nowhere near a receiver i was that concerned me a little bit because he was a little somewhat of a somewhat of a gunslinger uh especially when he was throwing the ball to De'Ami brown uh in 2020 i'm hoping that his value continues to fall because then i get to get him late in the second round and uh opposed to the beginning or i'm sorry the end of the first where i thought he was going to go in most super flex drafts so If he falls to the middle of the second, he's going to be great value. So, yeah, I I just want to
2: come back in and talk about Ritter. I did not really bash him because even before we talked about him, here's a little little taste of uh, what we'll talk about in the future. Uh, Desmond Ritter, he's athletic, but he looks to throw first before taking off, which we all like. I mean, we like him to keep his eyes downfield. He's a four-year starter, which uh, Parcells is just drooling over. I mean, that's his... His whole motto is notes. you need to you need to have like 31 starts, I think it is. He has a good internal clock. He does need to show more progressing through his reads. His deep, deep accuracy could be a little better, but it's good. Alabama got to him a lot, but he showed toughness and stayed in the game. And I, in my opinion, I feel like he didn't get rattled during that game, which I loved to see. He wasn't really shaky or just throwing it out of bounds. He was still looking down the field and trying to make a play when the Williams linebacker <laughs> the from Alabama, Alabama
0: secondary just took them completely out of the game. Like it was over before it started. I
2: don't, I don't know who it is. It's something Williams. He's a, he's a, you know, pass rusher pass rushing outside linebacker. He was in the backfield the whole game. Like you would actually focus on him and be like, okay, how long does it take him to actually get back there? It was ridiculous how good he is. And he's going to be, an early pick next year, but yeah, I thought Ritter played very well. There's some things he needs to work on, but that's the whole quarterback class. So we will yeah. get more into that.
1: Yeah. The NFL it's told a us sneak that quarterback class. Uh, ain't great.
0: Tyler's pocket notes there.
1: <laughs> that pocket sneak peek. Gotta love it. <laughs> pocket sneak peek. <laughs> so that is that is going to wrap us up this week. Again, thank you to the fantasy points media group to trophy smack and to underdog for sponsoring them this week. Make sure if you listen to us, you like what you hear, go on to iTunes, give us a rating and review. We'd love that. It's going to bump us up the charts when people search fantasy football and get our voices heard even more. It is, we are in the heart of dynasty season. I love it with the draft coming up. So I wanted to thank you for listening and spending your time with us, whether it's in the car, it's in the kitchen, it's in the bedroom, like whatever you're doing, I appreciate it. Uh, So on YouTube as well. So make sure you like and subscribe. Hey. Um, I watch way too many YouTube videos with my son Uh, so thank you again for James for Tyler, I've been your host Doug and we'll see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour